The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan Delugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Friday, September 29th. Right now, Jaguars versus Falcons preview. The first London game of the year, technically a home game for the Jaguars at Wembley. First year, though, that the Jaguars, or any team, will be playing back-to-back games in London as they are playing the Bills the following week at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So, Jaguars have a two-game London trip here. They are hosting the Falcons this week. Obviously, Calvin Ridley is going to be facing his former team for the first time. Exciting stuff for him. It's going to be a big game for him, obviously. Um, He's kind of tried to downplay that early this week, but he knows it's going to be a big game versus his former team, a team that drafted him, a team that he had a lot of different things happen while he was there, obviously. You talk about the suspension. You talk about stepping away for mental health reasons, all that stuff. It's going to be a big game for Calvin Ridley, and it's his first London game as a professional. Um, the mayor of Saxonville is playing for the Atlanta Falcons. He'll be taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, Calais Campbell. So you'll be able to see Calais on the other side of the ball. The Jaguars brought him in for a meeting this offseason, but he left and uh, pretty quickly signed with the Falcons after that. Unfortunately, they were... Um, willing to offer a little bit more for Clayus Campbell's services than the Jaguars were. So he ended up signing with the Falcons, so you'll see him on the other side of the ball. The Falcons are 2-1, and one, coming off an ugly loss to the Lions, while the Jaguars, they're 1-2, and two, coming off an even uglier loss at the hand of the Texans. So two teams coming off ugly losses that they will want to rebound from. Uh, both teams played closer than the final scores would indicate in those two ball games, but Final score was the final score, and it was not pretty for either of them. Year three for Arthur Smith in Atlanta. Desmond Ritter, his first year as the full-time starter, started four games for them at the end of last year, but his first year as the full-time starter, a second-year player, quarterback uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. New defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen, he brings over a lot of that Saints-style defense. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to play fast, and he brought along two of his best and defensive lineman David Onyemata and linebacker Caden Ellis to kind of help bring that culture with him over to Atlanta. The Falcons, they're sitting a little prettier in the standings right now than the Jaguars are. Again, Falcons 2-1, and one, Jaguars 1-2, one and two, uh, but the Jags, they're, they're trying to avoid a three-game losing streak. Would not be a good way to start this 2023 campaign, obviously, for a team that is expected to win their division, expected to host a home playoff game in 2023. So looking at this matchup, Jaguars offense versus Falcons defense. The Falcons defense has talent at all three levels. Up front, David Onyemata, Calais Campbell, Grady Jarrett all playing really, really well. Onyemata and Jarrett have been more impactful against the pass as pass rushers um, than Calais Campbell has so far. Calais has been really damn good, though, against the run, and all three players are playing at a high level. So I think you've definitely got some interior defensive linemen to worry about again this week, right? You saw it in week one, DeForest Buckner and 
Grover Stewart had a big day. You had Chris Jones in week two. Last week, not as big of a, a matchup with the interior of the defensive line for the Houston Texans, but right back at it this week with three really good interior defensive linemen. Caden Ellis, as I mentioned, who came over from New Orleans with Ryan Nielsen, he is such a versatile linebacker that can do so many different things for that defense, and he's the type of guy that could be a real thorn in the Jaguars' side, just his ability uh, to be a playmaker in a lot of different ways. A.J. Terrell on the back end at corner, outside corner, he's one of the best in the league. D. Alford and Mike Hughes are both playing pretty good so far at corner as well, and obviously they brought over Jesse Bates, who has maybe been the best safety in football through three weeks. He's been one of the best safeties in the league for years with the Cincinnati Bengals. They bring him over in free agency, and he has just been able to continue that right on in Atlanta for them. So they've got a really nice defense. They will blitz. They're about middle of the road in blitz percentage, so not a super blitz-heavy team, but they're not averse to it at all. And so far, when they have been blitzing, it's primarily been in man coverage looks a little bit more than zone. They like to run man coverage in general on the back end more than zone. They're a man coverage-heavy team, uh, but they They have a really tough run defense, right? I think you have to run the ball to keep them honest. But if you're going to win this game, I think it's going to have to be through the air. I don't think you're just going to win this game going away with a ground and pound strategy. Um, And that's not really what Doug Peterson's strategy generally is anyways. So I don't think that's too much of a big deal. Uh, But what makes this tough is the guys in the pass game, like A.J. Terrell and Jesse Bates on the back end. Jeff Okuda, if he can play more this week. He got his first reps of the season last week after being traded from the uh, Detroit Lions to the Falcons this offseason. Had a little bit of an injury setback that he had to deal with, but he's starting to ramp himself back up. As I mentioned, David Onyemata and Grady Jarrett as interior rushers have been really, really good for the Atlanta Falcons. It's going to be a tough task to consistently pass the ball well, especially when you talk about the Jaguars who have been inconsistent with some of the most important parts of the passing game, you know, catching the football, protecting the quarterback. It'll be an interesting matchup on that side of the ball, no doubt. But guess what? You do have ballers on the offensive side of the ball to get the ball out too quickly. Absolutely, you do. You have Calvin Ridley. You have Christian Kirk. You have Evan Ingram, Travis Etienne. You have guys that you can get the ball to quickly, and you've got Doug, Doug Peterson and Press Taylor who can dial it up. You just got to play within yourself. You know, Everyone on the Jaguars' offense, if they just play their game, they should be just fine and be able to put up points in this one. This is not the best defense on the planet, but it is a pretty good defense that they're going to be going up against. They are going to be without starting linebacker Troy Anderson, so you maybe look to test that spot a bit, but Nate Landman, his replacement, When he's had to enter the game so far this year, he's balled out. So we'll see how that plays out. If the Jaguars do try to attack him, how does he perform? We'll see how it goes. I think that their defensive front presents a challenge. But there are areas you can go to attack as a passing offense in this coverage. I think that A.J. Terrell and Jesse Bates are fantastic on the back end. Outside of that, though, I think there's some guys that you can potentially target. Again, they play a lot of man coverage. I think you'll be able to dial some things up against that. I say you use tempo early. You get Trevor on the move early. Try to get a little rhythm going. This is a talented defense, but you have a damn talented offense, and I think that the Jaguars should be able to, if they just play their game, have a good offensive day overall. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Looking at the Jaguars' defense versus the Falcons' offense, the primary goal here is to slow down Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier. There's no doubt about it. The Falcons, they are a run-first team. They have a really good run-blocking offensive line. And Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier, you will not find a better duo of running backs in the NFL. I know Bijan's a rookie, but he is unbelievable. Already one of the best backs in the league. And Tyler Algier, a rookie last year, he had an unbelievable rookie year for them. They've got the guys in the backfield to get the job done. And Cordero Patterson may or may not return in this one. We'll see how that goes. Uh, But look, the Falcons last week against the, the Lions, they tried to come out passing. Early in that game, for some reason, did not go well. Uh, I don't really know what their best course of action is, to be quite honest. If I was them, I'd be trying to test the will and toughness of the Jaguars' defense with with Bijan early and often. But the Jaguars' defense has been really good against the run. They've been stout up front with their defensive line and the linebackers. And safeties and corners are doing a pretty good job against the run, too. Have they played Bijan Robinson? No, absolutely not. They certainly have not. But they have showed that they can stop the run against really good rushing attacks over the last couple years. You've seen them shut down Jonathan Taylor last year. You've seen them do, do well against Derrick Henry. You've seen them have good games against good running backs. But Bijan Robinson is an entirely different animal. This running game is an entirely different animal. The different ways that they will get the ball into the hands of their runners. It'll be a challenge. And it'll be a challenge for Chad Muma. Devin Lloyd going to be missing both London games with a thumb injury he had to have surgery on. This is going to be a tough game for Chad Muma to come out and prove himself. He's a guy that was drafted in the third round by the Jaguars last year. He's going to eventually want to be a starter in this league, whether it's in Jacksonville or elsewhere. This is going to be a big opportunity for him to showcase his skill set, and he's going to be tasked, again, with taking on Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier. And you just pray for him that he's not the guy in coverage where Ritter finally finds Pitts or Bijan Robinson on a big play down the field or something like that. But Chad Muma, it's going to be a big challenge for him and a big opportunity for him this week. He's talented. He's hardworking. Is he ready? We're going to find out. Uh, against their passing attack, I think that you look at Drake London, Kyle Pitts. They are all world talents at their positions. You've also got some nice complimentary pieces, you know, Mac Holland, Scotty Miller, etc. But quarterback Desmond Ritter has left a lot to be desired early on in 2023. Uh, they run a lot of play action, which has done some damage to the Jaguars. Uh, they, the Jaguars, they love to pass blitz, especially in zone coverage. They've been blitz, blitzing against the pass about 11 times per game this year. But Desmond Ritter has been by far at his best when blitzed this year. And it's not a huge sample size, three games. But he's been below average when not blitzed, like significantly below average. But you bring five or more, and they've been able to uh, figure out where to go with the football quickly against the blitz. But this is a copycat league for me. I think you look at what the Lions did to them last week. I think you play coverage. When you think they're going to throw the ball, you play coverage. You don't blitz. I know the Jaguars, they're going to blitz some regardless of who they play. But I do not think this should be one of the Jaguars' most blitz-heavy weeks when you look at how the Falcons operate. I think that they should play coverage on the back end. 
And uh, the Jaguars coverage has been mostly good on the back end outside of a couple blown coverages last week. I think you stop Ritter if you do that. And if you stop Ritter, I think that helps you stop the running game. And again, as I said, the Jaguars have been really solid against the run. Desmond Ritter, he's not wanted to push the ball down the field very much. And when he has, it's been ineffective. He doesn't look super comfortable back there. I don't think everything is clicking for him in this offense right now. And he has more turnover-worthy plays than any quarterback in the league right now. Do they try to tendency break the running game like they did last week against the Lions? They might, but I don't think it's a great idea. Uh, The Falcons' offensive line, this has been really interesting for me. As I mentioned, they have a really good run-blocking unit up front, but their pass protection has been much, much worse than I expected, quite frankly. Um, Their entire starting offensive line is underperforming in pass pro right now, and I think Desmond Ritter, his inability to get rid of the ball quickly at times, and he has flashes. Desmond Ritter absolutely does have flashes, but you see a lot more of this inconsistent quarterback play where he doesn't look comfortable back there going through his reads necessarily. He doesn't look comfortable with his footwork necessarily. And uh, that's, that's just not a good recipe if you're trying to win in the modern NFL. Can you take advantage of the Falcons' poor pass blocking offensive line right now? The Jaguars did not do it last week. The Lions had six sacks against this team last week, maybe seven. But the Jaguars were up against an offensive line that featured four backups last week and they couldn't register a sack. So I'm not counting on that. Maybe. Maybe they show up. Maybe Josh Allen is able to carry the pass rush on his back like he did in week one. We'll see how it goes. But again, for me, I say do not blitz very much against the pass this week. A little bit less than normal if you're if you're Mike Caldwell back there. Make Ritter beat your numbers in coverage. He struggled to do that so far this year. And against the run you got to fire downhill, play physical, and rally to the football. Multiple guys to the football every time Bijan Robinson or Tyler Algier has the football in their hands. I think if you stop the run, you stop the Falcons because I do not think they're going to beat you through the air as long as you play disciplined coverage, which the Jaguars struggled to do a little bit in week three. Again, two big busted coverages had nothing to do with physical ability, had everything to do with mental ability, miscommunication. So, Final thoughts here. If the Jaguars do not win this football game, they are in a huge hole. They'd be 1-3 with the Buffalo Bills on the schedule next week, week five, trying to avoid 1-4 against a Bills team that has playing really good football since week one. Yikes. I still don't call it a must win in week four here, but I think it's about as close to a must win as you can have this early in the season. I, I really do believe that. I think it's time for Calvin Ridley to show out against his former team, only game on TV. You've got the Toy Story thing going on as well. It's time for Calvin Ridley to uh, to have a complete game for the Jaguars, and I think it's coming. Will it be this week? I'm not positive, but I do believe it's coming for Calvin Ridley, and I think that he's going to have a really nice year for the Jaguars uh, when all is said and done. Stay tuned for matchups to watch, bold predictions later in the week. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. Please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can check out genjag.com slash shop, pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one.